0: Hello, welcome back to the Grow with Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. I hope you are all having a good start to your day. So today we're going to be talking about a topic that I can, I guess, is um, a bit more about practical application of our principles. So when it comes down to nutrition, we've got all of our Um, foundation. So, you know, you can learn about calories and you can figure out your calorie target and macros and micronutrients and your protein. So we've got the kind of theoreticals, but sometimes when it comes to applying that to real life, it's not always quite so easy. And one of those reasons um, can possibly be living and sharing food and eating with other people so perhaps you live with a partner or you still live at home and so you live with your parents they have more control over the food or you have housemates you live with friends and so if you are sharing food having shared meals naturally that is going to be less easy to control or to track So I guess there are a few things we can think about when it comes to this, but I firstly wanted to emphasise that this isn't something to stress out about. If you have a shared meal with family or a partner every evening, don't think that that is any less kind of optimal or you have to find a way of eating by yourself and never sharing a meal with family or, or your partner to make progress within your fitness when you're not a professional bodybuilder, you're not a professional athlete, but there are some things that we can kind of consider. There are some alterations we might be able to make to make those meals aligned with your fitness goals. So let's start with some general tips and these are also going to be some good tips for if you're if you don't track your calories and macros as well. But you know these apply these first ones are going to apply to everyone. And so the first thing to think about is the this concept of the three to one rule and so that this is a an idea that you quite often you'll probably be a bit more in control of your breakfast lunch snacks it the shared meals tend to be the dinner meal so if you have for example breakfast lunch and a snack you've got control of those so you can Decide that they're going to be based around a protein source. They're going to have at least one source of fruit or veg with them. That So they're going to have a good micronutrient source. They're going to have your um, carbohydrates to support your training performance. You, you can get that on lock. And then, so you've got, that's the kind of three out of the three to one ratio. And then you've got the one, so that one meal of the day, dinner, where you're going to accept, that there's going to be a bit more variation. So maybe it might not be the highest protein meal in the world, or maybe it might not be the quite, quite healthiest meal in the world, but you recognize that you have control of 75% of your day. And so that is still a really big chunk. And perhaps if you recognize, okay, you know, quite often that meal in the evening is not quite as high protein, well, maybe you really make sure that the the other three, so this is just an example if you do have three meals and one snack per day, but you know, it could apply with whatever your eating structure is. Um, but you'll make sure that those, that breakfast, lunch and snack have a, have really good protein sources. are gonna get you pretty near to your protein target so you're not relying on the evening meal. So there's the three to one rule. You're still in control about 75% of your day, which is brilliant. Other things we can think about, if someone else is cooking for you or you're having shared meals, there's no reason why you can't make perhaps certain polite requests. So if your boyfriend's cooking for you or if your parents are cooking for you, maybe you say, could I have my dressing on the side, please? That's easy. They don't have to change the meal. It doesn't make them go out of their way. Perhaps you say, could I have some extra chicken? Could my, you know, could you, could we have a slightly, you know, hot? larger serving of chicken with mine, so that you're getting a bit more protein in. Um, Maybe you are having, you know, the carb for the meal is potatoes, and you just say, you know, I can see you're um, roasting your potatoes with oil, maybe I could have my potatoes boiled instead, would that be okay? Would Would you mind if I added a side salad to mine, so that you can get your micronutrients in? And so making this in a way where you're not seeming ungrateful you're not putting them out of their way too much and you know for for example if it's your partner or someone and you've spoken to them about how you've got certain goals and there's things you're working towards then you know hopefully they'll be happy to make these small little adjustments particularly if you're helping to do so so you know I'm just going to cook a bit of extra chicken to add to mine or you, you just have some pre-cooked chicken in the fridge so that they've made this you know nice kind of chickpea salad and you just add a little bit of extra chicken to yours no problem and um, so that's something to think about other options have a few days a week where you cook you know you offer to cook when you can and find some recipes that are following the principles that you care about. So have a good protein source, have a source of micronutrients are appropriate for your calorie targets and something that they can enjoy as well. You know, everyone loves it. Just because you're into health and fitness, it doesn't mean you can't have these, you know, quote unquote normal meals. So tuna pasta bake, you know, chicken breast with sweet potato fries, that chili, all of these things that you can cook and have with family, have with housemates have with your partner that can follow all of the principles that you're looking for and I guess finally and the the last general tip here would be having a slightly different portion size so you may you know particularly maybe you you're having a meal where you've got the different bits on the table and everyone helps themselves well maybe you have slightly less of the carbohydrate source and you have slightly more of the protein source so you can kind of control portion sizes you have more of the veg and more of the side salad so you so you make sure that that meal is in kind of um, ratios that are appropriate for your goals now if you do track and you know, this is where I think people can stress out a little bit more because it's like, oh, my boyfriend's cooking for me. I just, you know, it makes it really hard. Or I cook for both of us together or my family or my housemates are cooking for me. And we've got two options really here. The first thing you can do if it's a relatively straightforward meal you can make some estimates. So, you know, you can see roughly what kind of ingredients went into the meal. You can see that there's, you know, a chicken breast and, you know, a few potatoes worth of, you know, um, like potato fries that went in the air fryer. Maybe they cooked it, you add a tablespoon of oil because, you know, some oil went on them. You know, making estimates doesn't have to be perfect, but it gives us a good, you know, um, entry in MyFitnessPal to get an A- a decent gauge of where your calories and macros were for the day. Calorie and macro tracking is inaccurate by nature. The labels and the nutritional information on packets have, these companies have a 20% leeway either way for how accurate they have to be. So what it says on the um, label, it could be 20% higher, it could be 20% lower or anywhere in between. And so tracking in general is, a good guess and a good estimate. And so you if it's a fairly straightforward meal, you could make some estimates in your tracking app. Alternatively, if it's a bit more tricky, you don't really know, you know, it's it's going to take a long time to go through these different ingredients. You don't want to scrutinize the person about every single last thing that went in there. A great thing to do a bit like the 3 to 1 rule as before is track the rest of your day and leave you know a bank or a buffer of calories for the evening meal so if your calorie target is 1800 and you have a good under you know tracking gives you a good understanding you know a good gauge of kind of um calories and and the the caloric density of certain foods so you may consume you know as i said if your if your um calorie target is 1800 perhaps every day you track the rest of the day eating 1,200 calories, and you leave yourself a 600 calorie buffer for that evening meal. Whatever it might be, you've got that buffer. If one day you recognise, oh, that that was probably a bit lower calorie actually, then you can go ahead and maybe add an extra snack as dessert. If you recognise it was slightly low in protein, may, you know, this applies for everyone tracking or not. If you recognise, oh, that meal was probably a bit low in protein, maybe have a protein shake before you go to dinner. May, uh, go to bed, sorry. Maybe you have a yoghurt as your dessert. So it remember that your body doesn't know whether this food has been on a scale and in an app or not and it only knows you know it knows the food itself and so we don't have to have these perfect days of fully tracked nutrition to be successful your body doesn't know as I said whether it was in the app or not it's about the principles we'll focus on the 75% of the day that you do have control of make adjustments make certain polite requests and changes to to that meal where you can and recognize that you don't have to do everything perfectly to see fantastic progress. You're not, as I said, you're not a professional athlete. You're not a professional bodybuilder. This whole fitness thing is supposed to fit around your lifestyle, not the other way around. So don't compare yourself to someone on social media whose job it is to do fitnessy things. And they, you know, they look like they've got every meal with perfect control and, and every day is perfectly tracked because, Yes, some people are like that, but maybe it's their job or maybe it's their sport. And equally, they're showing their best bits and they're showing the days that are, you know, everything, you know, tracked beautifully and meal prepped, etc., etc., there's so much progress that you can make with imperfect action, and so that's what I want you to focus on. So hopefully that was helpful, gave you a bit of reassurance that there's no reason why you can't still have really successful nutrition um, whilst eating with sh- with you know shared meals when you live with other people. Yeah. There's loads of ways you can kind of continue to optimise those meals themselves, but also control the things you can control like the other meals of the day and like your snacks um, and still make just as great progress. But as always, if you need any further support with that kind of thing, it is what I work on with my one-to-one clients. So we look at their lifestyle and their circumstances and their work schedule and that kind of thing. And we create nutritional approaches and training approaches, obviously, that fit around that and not trying to, you know, force a square peg into a round hole. So if you would like some more information about working with me directly, I'll, as always, leave all of that information down below. Have a lovely rest of your day, and I'll speak to you again next week.